All right, Mr. Paul, we are live, man. You ready to kick this thing off? I am extremely ready. I'm pumped up. Let's do it. It's time for another episode of the Daily K Podcast on KTTV.com with your host, Kendrick Thomas. Bridging the gap between the school and community, here's KT. What it do, KTTV? This is KT, and I'm coming at you live with another episode of the Daily K Podcast. And on today's episode, I have the founder and CEO of the Happy Healthy Human, Mr. Paul Leverton. How you doing tonight, Mr. Paul? I am doing amazing. I yes, cannot sir. complain. Look, man, I always heard that even if you do, either nobody cares or it won't change anything. I get a variation of those two. <laughs> It's very true. Hey, man. Well, that's cool. I wanted to say thank you for uh, taking some time out of the busy schedule, man. I know you're in Cali, so it's a few hours back. But, uh, you know, thank you for still getting in and, uh, and spending some time for us tonight. Yeah, thank you for having me. I appreciate, you know, being able to talk to you and your and your audience. It's always, it's always a blast for me. Yes, sir. So before we get started, uh, I always like to just do a wellness check. Uh, it's been crazy out here, regardless of what state you're in. So uh, how are you and how have you been doing uh, throughout all of this craziness? Uh, you know, personally, I'm, I'm fine. Thankfully, you know, I'm, I'm always very grateful that, uh, you know, myself, my family have, have been more or less healthy. You know, everyone's had their ups and downs. We've, you know, yeah. had it, not had it, been safe and not safe. But, but in the grand scheme of things for what mm -hmm. it could have been, I'm very grateful that myself and my family are all, are all happy and healthy. And that's what I'm help, hoping to help other people be as well. So. Yeah, and throughout this, uh, you all stayed in California the full time? Uh, no, so I'm from New York. I'm just visiting California right now. So I was okay. in New York City for all of all of COVID. Um, I just literally am out here actually for a podcast convention. Uh, so I flew out to California last week and uh, was here just you know, networking and growing my own my own podcast. Yeah, man. And how how was the convention, man? What are you learning? It was great. I mean, for me, it's just great to be around people who are in the same world as me. You know, it's it's more about it's got me charged up. That's why I'm so excited. This is the first uh, show I'm recording after the convention, and I'm just like ready to go because it's it's so easy to forget that you know when you when you have something that you're passionate about, that not everyone is as passionate as you, right? So whether it's podcasting or baseball cards or Brazilian jujitsu or scrapbooking it can be very isolating because like you do that thing and your family is probably like, oh, like, okay, whatever. But then when you get in a, an, an arena like that, where I'm at this convention where everyone eats, sleeps and breathes podcasting, it's like, mm. oh yeah, it's like, this is a thing that, that, you know, I'm, I'm not crazy. <laughs> no, I'm not crazy. Right. Because I, when I tell you, people think that it's just easy talking into this screen, but the work that goes behind it almost takes like a team of people just to put it all together, you know? So For awesome, sure. man, that you're in there and, and uh, getting that experience. I, I may have to pick your brain a little bit more once you get back to New York, man. Anyway. But um, keeping it back to tonight, it's all about personal development, um, personal growth and risk taking. And for me, I believe that we can really do anything we want in life as long as we dare to fail. So, being a coach, being into this wellness world, um, man, how do you communicate that to the people that you work with? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I couldn't have put it better myself. Uh, it is it is the most truth. I, I wholeheartedly believe that there is no such thing as failure. There's only quitting, right? People look at failure as a hard stop. 
right? They look, I, 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 distinct, I distinguish it as capital F failure and little f failure. Mm. So capital F failure is I'm dead. I can never try again. It's over. And little f failure is I was dieting to make the scale go down, but it went up. It was, I started a business and I launched my product and no one bought it. It's, I made a podcast and I got a bad review. I tried to write a book, but I, but I didn't finish it. And all of these things, they feel like capital F failure. They feel like it's the end of the world. They feel like a death sentence. But what we have to realize is they're not. And not only are they not a death sentence, they are a part of the, of the plan. Meaning there is no world where success comes without failure. So inherently, if I'm afraid of failure and I'm avoiding failure, I cannot succeed. It's not like, oh, like it would be nice to succeed without failure. It is literally impossible. It is part of the recipe. If you're baking a cake and, the, and you're trying to bake success, failure is the, the wheat and the flour and the eggs that go into it. Like they, it is what makes success. So one, it's inherent that you are going to have it, but two, it holds us back because if you are, un, if you are avoiding failure, you can never get to anything successful. And I, I know this is a fact because nothing great has ever been made without failure. No great person has ever not failed. And no one cares about anything that is gotten without failure. Meaning no one wants to go see the movie where the plot is guy wants girl, guy gets girl, end of movie, roll credits, right? No one, no one wants to see that movie. Where's the no drama? One, right. It's the, no one, no, if, if, if you see someone and you go and, and, you, and you see they have a, a physique, right? A body abs or something like that, right? They have the big arms and you're like, oh my God, that guy looks so good. And you go and they go, oh, you know, he actually just went to Brazil and got the surgery. Immediately, it's less interesting to you. You go, oh, he, he cheated. He didn't struggle for it, right? If you go, that guy has a billion dollars. You go, whoa, how did he make it? Oh, his dad gave it to him. It's like, okay, I don't care about it anymore. So inherently, it only matters if we struggle for it. And if we, if we fail in the course of getting it and keep going, because that's what makes the story worth telling. So people avoid this like it, like, because, they, because it's scary, but it's like, it's not worth it if you don't have that. Man, come on, man. That's it. And so just jumping into that, um, I, I always like to just jump, dive in to create that empathy. So before we even go further, give us some background on your experience and what got you even into this wellness and health line. Right. So, I mean, actually, we're talking at a very pivotal time right now. Like I said, I'm in California. And the reason I'm still here after this convention uh, is because I actually just quit my job to go all in on my own business and my own, my podcast, my show, my, my education company. And that's a big, scary thing for me. You know, that was very much, uh, it was, it was, and still is hard. It literally is. This is the first week in the last eight years that I haven't gone into my job because I quit and I left and I said, and I went out on my own. So that's a very scary thing for me. And a lot of this came about through COVID. Uh, because again, as you mentioned, I was very much into the health and wellness guy for a long time. I was a personal trainer. I was a nutrition coach and I did a lot of health and wellness for, for many years. And that was my job before I managed a gym. I did personal training, but when COVID happened and what, it, what I saw was that that stuff wasn't helping people as much as we thought it was meaning, right. When, remember when COVID first started, every, what did everyone do? They went on Instagram live. They went on zoom. They said, Hey, got no excuse. Now you're sheltered at home. There's no reason not to be healthy. But what did we see? We saw more and more people not being healthy, people not exercising, people not eating well. They had no excuses, and yet we, they still couldn't do it. So yeah. clearly, there's a disconnect there. And that disconnect is the mental piece. So that's where I decided to focus all of my attention and energy 
is like not with telling people how to work out. I mean, there's YouTube for that. There's plenty out there. There's people who can do that better than me. What I want to do is help people to get around the mental roadblocks that keep them from living a full and fulfilled life. Yeah. And whether that's health and wellness or whether that's building your own business or whether that's you know having a better relationship with your, with your spouse or your son or your significant other, it doesn't matter because the building blocks are all the same. Mm, so I like that. I like that, man. And, and as we look at groups of, of people and that fail to take risk, oh, you think about people who just conform, right? The people who I'll go with the crew, I'll take life easy. Uh, in your opinion or your words, what is a conformist? And if I identify as a conformist, what do I do to get out of that? Yeah, I mean, a conformist is just someone who I call it like goes with the, fl the flow. Um, <laughs> you know, or is it, I call it middle of the road. It's just kind of accepting what is. And to me, this is uh, a fate worse than death because this is being alive without being in control of your life, right? And that's, I call it being in the passenger seat of life, right? What we all want, our deepest human need is, is to be autonomous, is to be in control of ourself. And when we, when, that, when we have that taken away from us, it's a very hard thing. And it can be taken away from us through our health, through our financial situation, through a pandemic. It, it, that's why no one, no one feels good in situations like this. But then what a lot of people do, and this happens subconsciously, right? People don't realize that this is happening, but they just resign and accept that. Because what they're really doing is they're saying to change it would be too hard. And I don't want to face failure, right? So instead of going, I'm not happy with my financial situation and I'm broke but I know how hard it is to be rich and that seems like a lot of work and blah, 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 blah. They just go, ah, I'm all right where I'm at. In reality, they're not, right? Because I call this, the, 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 it's a simple test, right? I call this the magic wand test. If I could wave a magic wand and give you the thing that you're saying you don't want, would you take it, right? So if someone says like, well, I don't really care about losing weight. If I could wa wave a magic wand and, and have you lose 50 pounds, yeah, would you accept go, it? Yeah, go Probably yes, right? Yeah, yeah, okay. and, you know, right. Same thing with a million, right? People are like, oh, well, I don't want to be rich. I'm like, if I could right now handed you $10 million, you're going to turn it down? Probably not. So you're not saying you don't want those things. What you're saying is you don't want to take the action to get those things. And that's fine to say, but make the distinction. Be honest with yourself because then it's, you have to be honest. You have to say it. And usually when we say it, we don't like that. We don't like to, no one wants to say that out loud. And when, if you have force yourself to say it out loud, maybe then you'll make the change that you actually deep down want to make. <laughs> maybe but i do agree with that you know um even as i go through like and create these funnels you know you think about that down button the down so but no i don't want to be rich or no i don't want to you know so you think about those buttons man um i, I think about also um uh, another piece of that risk taking is simply being frozen in fear right when i got ready to start the podcast um man i want to say i, I kind of stalked it and looked at everything for almost a year but I would never make a move, you know? And um, I was like, what would people think? Or what if somebody don't like it? Like you said, you get that bad review. But finally, uh, I went through a process in uh, all through June, right? And July 1st, after I said, I'm, I'm, it's, it's on, uh, I, I started and never looked back. I think about you as you just finished um, working, you know, and you quit. You said, I'm out of here. How many times were you, at that point, but then you got frozen in fear before you finally made that leap. And what was different that last time to make you say, this is the one? Yeah, for sure. It, it took me a while, honestly. It was hard. It was scary, right? Like, And again, I was at this job for eight years. It was a good job. I liked the people. I liked the career. It was, there was no, it wasn't like I hated it. That would have made it easy, right? If I had this job that I just couldn't stand. 
And in reality, I wanted to quit about a year after I started my business. So my, my company is called the Healthy Happy Human Academy, and I do education programs and I do online courses and one-to-one -one coaching. So I started building that up during COVID because the gyms were shut down. So this was kind of all born out of COVID in the last two years. But then when the gyms had reopened, my business had taken off to a point where I was like, oh, I kind of really don't need to go back to it. But I, it was safety. Right. It was scary to leave something that was guaranteed for the possibility of who knows if my business is going to keep going, who knows all these things. Right. So I went back and then after a while I was there. Uh oh, Man, I had a glitch in the matrix, people. That's how I do. Look, every time you get to going with the good stuff, that's how I drop it on. We're going to check on Paul real quick and we're going to see what's happening. As we give him, yeah, I agree. Okay, as we give him a second to reboot, we'll take a quick break and get a word from our sponsor. It shouldn't be hard for families to get the best education for their kids, nor should schools struggle to take care of their families. If a school uses the right systems, it can be easy to take care of families and keep your energy focused on your students. A school's relationship with the new family starts as soon as they apply. Why not give them your best from the very beginning? Align partners with schools to make sure that each family has the best experience applying, managing finances, and staying involved in their child's education. Align gives school administrators what they need to take care of their families, manage growth, communicate efficiently, and get paid on time. Learn more at AlignMySchool.com. y'all we are back um still waiting on paul to see if he can get back in you know technology hey look it's a wonderful thing when it works and when it does not uh this is what we get uh he did have some uh good things going so let's see if we can get some comments in while we wait to see if paul can get back uh michelle powerful message look that's how it be you know when you start dropping it <laughs> look somebody gonna cut you out somebody was gonna be changed tonight uh, by where Paul's um, dropping. Uh, you know, you just think about that, brother. Like you say, a leap of faith. Um, so, mm, tonight was all about risk-taking. And honestly, I hadn't, uh, I didn't even know uh, that he had just quit uh, quit his job. And wow, but but uh, that's just what we planned on talking about. But it's so awesome to talk about somebody that truly is living <laughs> what we're talking about. Because um, you heard him, man, say so he got a family. <laughs> so uh I don't know how you do it with that insurance these days, but hey, I'll take it, man. All right, so we'll see what's going on with Paul. Um then we may have to come back. Let me see here. All right, I think he's he's made it back in the building, y'all. Look, shout out to y'all for working through this technology. We are gonna get back. In the game, 
We're good. Hey, welcome, welcome back, brother. Sorry about that. Right. Sorry about that. I, I had to do a quick pivot and uh, pick up, you know, get onto my phone now. So I'm. Hey, <laughs> look. Whatever works. Hey, I'm with you. Can uh, you turn it to the side? Let me see if this works. Oh, better. there we go. All right. Hey, All right. awesome. Yes, Perfect. sir. Yes, sir. Okay, awesome. So the, where I was, I was talking about, oh yeah, so I was leaving my, the, the reason I, I started, I tried to leave my job, I tried to do this multiple times, basically. And every time I was like, ah, but it was scary because it was, I was in a safe job. I was in a good job. And I kept going back to like, well, you know, why, why rock the boat? And it was like, you know, instead of just going all in on my business, it's like, I could have my business and have my safe job too. And I actually went to my boss to quit six months ago. And I finally like, took me, it took me two weeks to get the courage to go and talk to him and have this conversation with him. And then when I went to go quit, he offered me more money and a better position to stay. So I was like, okay, I'll stay. And then six months went by and I was like, you know what? It's, it's not the money. It's this is not what this is about. This is, I need, I know myself. I know that I need to be doing something different. And the only thing that's holding me back is the scare is being afraid. Like that's the only reason not to do it. It's because, uh, and then, in, and, and the thing was in my head, I justified it by saying like, oh, well, again, I'm doing both. Right. So it's like, okay. it's like, I'm still doing my other, my, I'm still working on my own business. I'm just being safe by staying here. But in reality, I was half-assing both things, right? Because I had one foot in and one foot out and I wasn't giving my full attention to my podcast and my business, which I cared about. And then my clients and my, my job at the gym was also not getting my full attention because I was tired and it just didn't, my heart wasn't there anymore. Um, so it was, you know, it was hard. And again, every time I went to go, I had to literally like hype myself up to go have this conversation with my boss and just be like, no, I had like, and I, but it was hard because I was afraid. Right. And again, it's that scarcity of like, what if everything doesn't work out? And, and what I realized though, and this is what I help with my clients with now, and this is what I've realized for myself, I, I always say the, the best research is me search, right? So everything I teach is just stuff I've gone through on my own, but the, what I try to explain to my clients is that we have this vision in our head of like, oh my God, everything could go wrong and I could, my business could fail and this, that, and the other thing, which are all true. But in reality, the worst case scenario is never as bad as we think it is. Like my worst case scenario is I go out on my own, I completely strike out and I lose six months to a year of income. And then I go back to get a job that I was mildly happy about, you know? And like, if that's the risk to possibly live a life of passion and a life of my dreams, that's far, that's well worth it. I'm not going to end up homeless on the streets. I'm not going to die. Like it, like we, we, this, this, this is what our brain does because our brain is trying to keep us safe, right? Everything is safety to our brain. It's your, everything is, will it keep me alive or will it kill me? That's it's, it's very binary to our brain In reality in the world we live in. That's not the, the, the fact of the matter is. So we have to be able to take a step back and see that. Right. And so that's what a big thing, what I deal with, with myself, what I deal with, with my clients and with my coaching is how do we get you to pull you back out of that when you're getting too into it, right? How do I get you to take a step back and realize like, okay, my brain, my, 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 my brain is freaking out right now. But in reality, if I take, if I look at this logically, I can realize that there's actually other options in between fear and death. Yeah. I promise you that. <laughs> right. Now on the other end of that spectrum, though, you think about people who, um, don't have to worry about being afraid because they don't have the motivation or the initiative. And so they keep it safe by doing nothing. Right. Um, mm -hmm. You know, I think about you in the coaching. I mean, uh, not in the coaching, but in the fitness world, I guess people were coming to you. Like I want to change. Let me talk to you as right. a personal trainer. But um, 
right now with you doing the wellness, with you doing the education, are you putting out anything to target the unmotiv uh, unmotivated people? And if so, what are you doing to uh, address situations like that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, motivation is the hugest thing, even with fitness, right? Because what's yeah. people's number one excuse is usually like, I'm not motivated. They go, oh, I wish I could lose weight, but I'm just not motivated. I wish I could build a business, but I'm just not motivated. And the first thing I have to explain is that the distinction that if you're asking those type of questions, you actually are motivated, right? Because again, it goes back to what I was just saying, the magic wand thing, you would take it if you got it. So now what we have to understand is that if you're, if you want the, the, the thing and you're saying you're not motivated to get it, what you're actually saying is that you're not motivated to do the acts to get it. So to, to make this simpler, if we're talking about weight loss, right? People are saying like, oh, well, I want to lose weight, but I'm just not motivated to do, to do what it takes to lose weight. So again, you're motivated to lose weight. You're just not motivated to do the steps that you think that it takes to lose weight. And that's a big distinction. And because most of the time people have a picture in their head about what it takes to do that, right? It means, oh, I can't have any more carbs. Oh, it means I can't drink on the weekend. Oh, it means I'll never have to have a social life again. Oh, it means that I'm only eating boiled potatoes and, and grilled broccoli or something like that. But it's like, so that's the thing that you're avoiding. It's not, the, it's not the weight loss you're avoiding, it's the steps to take it. So in reality, what you need is to find a better plan, right? Same thing with being rich. I don't wanna be rich because a lot of people equate being rich with working long days, 16 hour days, not sleeping, not seeing your family. They equate it with being, being bad and evil, right? Rich people are always the evil people, right? When it's like, well, what if, I, what if there was a way for me to build the life of my dreams, to build my company, to make money while working minimal hours, while giving back to the community, while doing it in a way that feels good to me, that I'm helping people. And it's like, oh, okay, well now it's like, I don't have such resistance against those things. So again, when, when we talk about motivation, we have to, we have to, we have to go a little bit deeper because a lot of times people just motivation is like, uh, if you're, if you're familiar in like, in like sales speech, they call this like a smokescreen objection, right? It's like, it's like, that's the first objection that people throw out, but it's not real. It's like that, that's just a, it's just, they don't really realize what they're actually what is actually holding them back. And that's my job as a coach is to help them dig into it. Because again, people who aren't motivated aren't even asking these questions, right? The people who aren't motivated, they're not like thinking like, oh damn, I wish I was more motivated to, to work out. They're watching Netflix and eating Cheetos right now. And they have no care in the world about, about it, you know? So those people are not motivated and those people you can't help until they're ready, right? You can bring the horse to water, you can't make it drink. Can't so my drink. job is to, right. My job is to help the people who are almost there cross that gap mm. and besides the um uh, the coaching what all do you offer uh at the happy healthy human right so i have a comment i mean again i offer one-to-one -one coaching and a, a variety of uh you know eight to 12 week programs and mm -hmm. it's actually very topical the program that i'm actually launching right now is exactly about this topic because this is what i'm going through right now um and it's actually called push to start so push to start kind of like you having a car, but in my mind, it's the push that you need to start to go all in on yourself. And it's all about creating a mindset that will allow you to bet on yourself and get out of your own way. Because just like you said in the beginning, I wholeheartedly believe that anyone can have the life of their dreams. And the only thing that's stopping them is they have these roadblocks, these mental roadblocks. So my job then, again, I don't need to show you the way. What I need to do is get you out of your own way so that you can do it on your own. And if I can do that, you'll find success in whatever field. So again, the program is called Push to Start. Uh, it's an eight-week program where I break down what I found in my 10 years of experience to be the six main roadblocks that stop people from achieving success. So rather than, rather than giving you the tools for success, I'm taking away the things that are going to make you fail. And by doing that, 
you're inherently going to succeed anyway. Look, man, now I'm, I'm not trying to give away the course, but I do want to know, can you give us a preview of those six? Right. Well, so, I mean, we've talked about um, a lot of them already. Mm -hmm. You know, obviously it's the, it's the fear, fear of, uh, fear of failure is a big one. Um, so I call it the, the way to avoid uh, failure or to, again, it's not avoid failure, it's avoid quitting, right? Mm -hmm. Avoid capital F failure. So that's the first distinction, understanding little F failure versus capital F failure. Um, and then it's, I, I, it, there's an acronym that I created called a slump. Right, so you just have to stay out of a slump. Um, so the S stands for shoulds and supposed tos, right? Oh, it should be like this. I was supposed to be this far from that for, for, by now. Oh, when I launched my business, I was supposed to get this many sales. Instant failure because again, now you're comparing yourself. It's comparison. I, you know, I, it's the comparison trap. You're comparing yourself to all this thing. So that's that's the first thing. Um, the, so slump S is uh, shoulds and supposed tos. L is lack of certainty, right? So certainty, we all search for certainty as humans, right? Like I said before, that uh, the, the magic wand analogy, right? So whatever your thing is a business, right? People are scared to start their business. Oh, I just don't know. I just don't know. If I wrote, signed a contract with you right now today that says, hey, if you work on your business for eight hours for the next 365 days, guaranteed, sign this contract, you will receive $10 million in one year from today. I guarantee you're going to figure out a way to do it, right? You're going to figure it out. You're going to figure it out. But because you, because you don't have the certainty, you, you doubt yourself and you don't, and you don't actually do it. Right. Um, so that's, that's part of it. Then there's a few more. And then we get to the last one. We finish with perfectionism because that's the hugest one, right? So perfectionism is the S L U M P, right? That's where I end because Perfection, just like I was saying, you, there is no success without failure. Perfection is an inachievable goal, right? So people have these, these, this thing of like, oh, and if it, if it can't do it perfectly, I can't do it at all, right? This is the guy who is dieting all week and then has one bad meal and then goes screw it and then it's one bad day and then it's one bad weekend and then it's all of a sudden it's all start January first, right? This is the guy who says I want to write a book but I only have time to write for 10 minutes a day. So it's not worth it. Where 10 minutes a day, if you did it every day, you would yeah, have written real. a book in a year, right? Be because they can't do it perfectly. They don't do it at all. And if you're holding yourself to a standard of perfection, again, you're inherently going to reach capital F failure because it's an impossible standard. And now you're going to quit because it's like the, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over inspecting different results. And that's how we burn ourselves out. So again, there's, there's, there's a few more to it, but I, I don't want to like, you know, take up all the yeah. time, but just the point is that, like I said, now I don't like, if I can just take those things away from you, these are the excuses that everyone gobs onto, right? Everyone's like, oh, I can't because of this. I can't because of that. I can't because of this. So I just take those things away. So those excuses aren't available to you anymore and you just find success, right? You just, it just, it just happens. Come on, man. That's it. And, and then these are kind of what the podcast are about as well. Yeah, so so my show uh, it's called the Healthy Happy Human Podcast, mm -hmm. um, and it's it's exactly like this. Yeah, the talks like we have. So I do some episodes are just me where I'll pick a topic like that: perfectionism, scarcity mindset, imposter syndrome, and I'll kind of riff on that for a while. Yeah. And then I also have interviews with people that I think are just mm -hmm. interesting, like psychologists, therapists, uh, you know, executive coaches, fitness, nutrition, all different things for anything yeah. that will help people succeed in life. Man, and talking about the imposter syndrome, which is an entire another episode of something, man. What what um have you 
like did a lot of shows about that? Do you not a lot of people that go through it? How can you talk to me about that before we get out of here? Yeah, for sure. I mean, imposter syndrome is huge. Um, and it's, you know, the thing is, the reason I can talk about this stuff and like talk to you and you're like nodding your head, like, yeah, man, why? And like, the reason I can talk about this stuff and why I can do podcasts about this stuff. And this is what I would say, it's just human stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why my podcast is the healthy, happy human, because inherently this is human stuff and every human is going to go through this. So when it comes to imposter syndrome, for those who are listening, who've never heard the terminology, it's kind of like when you're like, well, who am I to do this? Right? Like, oh, I don't believe that I have the, the, the de- deserve to whatever. To, to have the success, to become, to get the raise, to, to make the business, whatever the thing is. And inherently, I, my, this is my own theory. I think this comes from the fact that as humans, we inherently understand that we are all equal, right? We are all humans. We all live, we all die. We all bleed the same red, but we live in a society that is not equal, right? We live in, you can have a higher status. You can have more money. You can have a better job. So when you have that, you have the, the, the reality of I be, just became CEO with the understanding in my deep, deep subconscious brain that there's nothing that makes me better than the janitor. Like he is a person just as much as I am. And that's a very hard thing for our brain to reconcile. So all that is to say, it's extremely natural for this to happen and it cannot be any other way. The fact that you're having imposter syndrome even means that you're moving in the right direction because it means that you're pushing yourself past your comfort zone. So for me, it's something I obviously lean into the discomfort because it can, it, it's going to do one of two things. It's either going to paralyze you or it's going to be a catalyst to push you forward, right? We don't get to stay still. You're either moving forward or you're dying. You're moving forward or you're moving back. So understand that if you're not, if you're not using something to your benefit, it's not like, okay, I get to just float here. You are actively getting worse. So just realize that all of this stuff, there's nothing to be ashamed of. There's nothing wrong with it. Again, this is human stuff everyone deals with it it's there for a reason it's there to protect you but now how can you best leverage that to your advantage yeah man that's crazy i um my last car i bought uh, was a cadillac escalade so i bought it from sewell cadillac and so um down here you know it's, it's so different you know your name pop up when it comes oh mr thomas you know it's like so Man, they got like warm cookies and stuff when you go on the inside to just get a car wash, which is a free car wash, you know. And so, but that was one of the places that it kicked in, you know, because it was like, oh my God, like, but it was just the experience that you get. And so then I say, okay, well, this is the way it should be. Now, how do I find this again? So, like you say, you can either retreat or you use it as that catalyst, you know, to keep you going forward. So, yeah, awesome, awesome work, man. Looking forward to that. Oh, yeah, I thought you were about to say too, something. You just brought that, that you, no, no, I, it, it's interesting that you just, it just, this kind of just made me think of this because even I do it myself, right? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, again, we talk about the podcast. I'll tell someone, hey, like when I was at this podcast convention and, you know, people ask, oh, how, how's your show going? Oh, I have, you know, I've just released my 73rd episode or something like that, which is a lot. Most people give up after 10 episodes or so. I've been doing it for almost two years. I've had, you know, dozens of guests and people are like, oh, that's so cool but my imposter syndrome kicks in and what do I do? I downplay it. Oh no, it's not that big of a deal. Oh no, anyone could do it. Oh no, like it's, it's fine. Like it's whatever, because like, I don't want that to, in my brain subconsciously, I'm, I'm trying to keep myself weighed down because if not to let myself like to get myself, get a big head or something like that would be like, it would be like, well, who am I to be a special guy or something like that? So again, this stuff is just, it just happens. You know, there's no, there's no way around it. It's just stuff that you more so you need to learn how to notice so that you have the ability i would say you just need to you need to be aware of it so you have the fighting chance at least you can't stop it but you can have a fighting chance to notice it 
and then maybe do something about it. Yeah, man. Think about those episodes, man. That experience is real, man. I want to say, woo. So it's rounding 150, 200. We've been going. So, and uh, mine is only interviews. So you just think about how many people I've been able to talk to, learn mm-hmm. from, and listen to, man. So I, it really has you um, appreciate, you know, conversations like these to just hear um, just your opinions and, and just your catch on some of these human uh, situations that we deal with. So as, as we get ready to close this thing out, man, um, when you were out and coming back, I was like, how awesome is this to be able to talk to somebody about risk taking that is not only talking about it, but living it, right? Um, and, and of course, I gave a disclaimer. I had no idea, you know, mm-hmm. and so it was not set up like this, but this is the way I just felt, let's go. And so um, thinking about somebody who was leading up to the step that you took before you came to California. Mm -hmm. One last, I guess, word of wisdom, encouragement, motivation to those people to help them to take that leap too. Right, for sure. Well, for one, I just want to say exactly like you just said, this wasn't planned, right? And even we scheduled this, this show months ago. And at that time, I wasn't even planning on quitting. So that's why it was so serendipitous. Like when like you start asking these questions, I'm like, this stuff is super top of mind for me. Like it just happened to play out this way, which is, you know, whatever the universe finds a way. Um, But for anyone who's listening or watching or anything like that, who's kind of in that place, my whole thing is I, I understand that you rise to the level of your dreams. Right. And all that is to say that people like I used to think this was like some rah, rah, motivational bullshit, like, oh, just dream big or whatever, you know, and like, what I'm not saying is that if you just dream big, you will accomplish those dreams. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying dreaming big and is enough to, to let you do it. What I am saying is if you don't dream big, you will 100% not accomplish them. Right. So you need to believe in yourself enough to think bigger than you are. Your, your current level can only rise. You can only rise to the level of your thinking. So if you're thinking, with five with five dollar problems and five dollar life you're gonna you're gonna live that way but if you start to think about a million dollar life and dream about it and fucking just breathe eat sleep and breathe it you will find a way and you can find a way this is not for like i feel like a lot of people look at someone like me and they'll go oh well that's so cool for you i could never do that right that's so cool that you got to quit your job and like make your own business that's so cool that this guy no anyone there's nothing special about me anyone can do this the thing is that i did it and that's the thing, right? Most people will look and, and say, like, same thing with, you know, with all this stuff. It's just like, oh, well, you know, would, must be nice, must be nice, must be, must be nice. You can have it. You just have to go out and take it and just understand that it is going to be hard. There is going to be a struggle, but that is why most people won't do it. And that's why there's so much room at the top. Mm, that's it, man. That's it. Dude. And so, um, man, how do we find you? How do we uh, catch the podcast? Give us the information. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, I'm happy to connect. It's just at my name at Paul Levitin. Uh, pretty much across all social platforms. Instagram is where I'm most active, but, you know, add me on Facebook, LinkedIn, uh, wherever else. I have a Facebook group called the Healthy Happy Human Academy, where I do live trainings kind of like this every week. Uh, that That's completely free. And then my podcast called the Healthy Happy Human Podcast uh, releases weekly. And again, it's all just exactly kind. If you like this, if you like this kind of talk, then you're going to love the show because this is what I'm all about. You can hear, I get fired up. I can talk about this hey, stuff for hours. Look, look, I, I want to... Um... Oh, yeah, make sure, man. Let me send me an invite for that group, please, on Facebook. Let me I will. get that. Hey, so um, I, I'll get to uh, some messages that came in uh, while you were reconnecting. And so um, Michelle said a powerful message uh, earlier when we were talking about things at the beginning. 
Um, then when we were talking about the um, the job, she said leap of faith. And uh, just now she chimed in and said, wow. As those closing remarks, man. So, uh, and, and I love those pieces because when you make those clips, you know, and, and just those pieces right there uh, really empower somebody. And so that be uh, the purpose of, of just having these questions and having these talks. Uh, because even for the people not tuned in, you want to reach everybody because, as you say, at the Happy Healthy Human, these are human problems. Hey, <laughs> all right, man. Well, I want to say thank you again for stopping by, giving us some of the good information. I look forward to joining the group and catching some of the podcasts uh, to report back on all these good findings. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. And thank you uh, to everyone who was watching. All right, y'all. This is KT for KTTV signing out. This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 Is that right?